0: We are raw and real Western women who have endured the fires of life, and though we carry the brands of our trials, we are learning how to satisfy our thirst with the well water that comes from the only one
1: that can truly
2: satisfy, Jesus. Journey with us as we explore an unlimited range of topics. We will discuss our personal experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly,
3: along our beautiful journeys to the well, and so much more. Water
0: up! Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We are filming episode 10 this evening, and our topic is, why don't we enjoy it? And this is a topic (laughs) that is applicable in everybody's home, each of ours and each of yours, I'm sure. It's something that affects each and every one of us, so we're going to dig into it this evening. I'm going
2: to start by reading um, 1 Corinthians 7, 4, and This is kind of just the first point that we're going to cover with this topic. But verse 4 says, The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does.
3: That's a hard one to swallow. Not going to lie. I think in reading that, being married, I've been married for um, going on 12 years, and it's definitely something that has gotten a little different, I would say, from upon first meeting my husband to being married now. It's not that you don't love him, but the intensity of wanting it, sex, you know, is totally different after you bring kids and all of that into it and you're more reluctant not to give yourself to your husband the way you once did and I know that's something that we all struggle with for the most Mm -hmm. part
1: we allow the new to wear off Mm -hmm. instead of just always keeping it fresh and keeping it new it's just like okay we've already been here we've already done Mm -hmm. it Uh, now we have to do it again
2: (laughs) can we just skip (laughs)
0: today I don't want to check the checklist today.
3: (laughs) Well, that's just it. We've made it into a checklist now. Being married for an amount of time where the new does wear off and you either have kids in the midst of it or you're just doing life, that newness wears off and then it becomes like a checklist to some of us. I know for me especially, it's like you do all the things that, or you put all these things in front of it when it should be made a priority in the first place. And we let it become a checklist because it's normally at the very bottom and it's like by the time you get there you're just like have no energy to do it. And then it makes it unenjoyable so then you just feel obligated you have to do it and it's not what it's intended what God intended it to be.
0: Yeah and it's not always easy so like no names given, but I know multiple families or have heard of multiple families where the husband and wife they don't have a sexual relationship anymore. Um and there's always excuses involved, you know, our kids sleep with us or, you know, our bedroom door doesn't lock or whatever the case may be. And those are excuses. Like we we are called to take care of our husband just as they are called to take care of our sexual needs and whatever the excuse may be that's lying in the way those things have to be addressed so that you can have a happy marriage and a happy sex life
3: yeah mm-hmm. and it's like the whole talking our bodies don't belong to us they belong to them you know vice versa it's you have to it's like a self a selfish thing you have to cut that out because when that need is there you have to be able to fulfill it or other things get pushed into play, like if you don't say your husband has that need, because in my home, my husband's need is greater than mine. If you don't give it to him, then that pushes them to look at things that they shouldn't, or
4: mm-hmm.
3: for instance, masturbation. Things like those that's pushing them into sin when you should have just given in taking your time, went in there, prayed about it or whatever you needed to do to prepare yourself and to go in and fulfill what they needed. Because I can tell you right now, my husband, if I'm like, let's do this, like it's on like, hey, there's no questions asked. He's like, all right, you know, and I'm like, why can't I be like that for him? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm always like, no, I'm tired. Or, you know, you make up the <laughs> excuses and like, he never does that to me. Like if my need is there, it's like whatever I could do to help this out. And it's like, that needs to be returned instead of making it such a hard place for him to come. Like he doesn't even enjoy approaching me anymore because I make it such a headache, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So then initially it'll push them into other sins, doing things that they shouldn't.
1: I think honestly, in my situation, it would be the part where it says my body is his. My body is not what it used to be 14 years ago. And so in my mind, I'm like, you know, like don't, don't look at me. Don't touch me. Like just turn the lights out. I totally want dark. black. Like <laughs> I'm not what you used to have, so don't act like you still like it like a, you whenever you used to. But in his mind, understand. he doesn't care. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so I I need to keep in mind that my body isn't mine. It is his too, and he does want to cherish it.
0: I just like my head about
1: myself get in the way, and it shouldn't be mm-hmm. that way.
0: Yeah. It's just like using kids as an excuse. It's the same thing because, you know, we all age, and he's aging just like you are. His body changes just like yours does, and you—well, it's like you have to change with the times, you know? you got to adapt with the times. It's the same thing. You still have to treasure and value each other's bodies Mm -hmm. as you age and grow older.
1: I think for women, they just change a lot faster. Cause you sit here and breastfeed three kids, uh-huh. you birth three kids. Like there's nothing same head to toe about it, and all the gray hair that comes with it.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> my husband has told me before. He's like, "You were beautiful when I met you, obviously, but you're more beautiful now. You've mothered my children. You, you know, you've adapted into a woman that's, you know, everything that I could ask for. You're more beautiful now." Than you are then. And it's just the worldly view that we put on ourselves and that the world puts on us is we have to look supermodel
0: to be Mm -hmm, able for mm -hmm. our husbands.
3: And that's not it at all.
0: That doesn't turn you on.
3: No! (laughs) It doesn't! It grosses me out.
0: Right? I thought that was really, really beautiful. It was. It is beautiful,
3: but then it's like, okay. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm like, all right. Brownie point for you. Yeah. Here we go. God's working on me on that because he brought to my attention I was struggling with that aspect. Like it has been a struggle for a few years now. And it's not that anything's bad with it. It's just, it's not on the top of my priority list. Mm -hmm. And God told me, he said, you do not value that time with your husband. He said, just like in the past, you have not valued your time with me. You have put me on the back burner. You choose to make it a checklist and something that you just have to do and Mm -hmm. you don't enjoy it. You don't value it, so you're not going to put in the effort to do it. And, like, that kind of, like, hit me hard more on the longs of the lines of God was saying, well, you didn't value me enough to put me first. And, like, that hurt my feelings, and then he brought it into about my husband. He was like, you have a man who loves you unconditionally, who works hard for you, you know, really good father, and here you are, you don't value him enough to give yourself to him. For just just this one period of time for a need that he needs when he meets all of your needs. And it's just like, geez, just make me feel like a crappy person. But I mean, it's true. You don't value that time with your husband. And that's that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's not that his body's not sexy. It's not that your body's not sexy. There's no value. You don't value what God made special in Mm -hmm. your marriage. Because I'm telling you now, when we first met, valued it a whole lot. You know, now it's like it's you know i am just after the kids and work and she's not a value anymore. It's more of a headache to me, but I've made that that way myself. So God's been working on me to make that more of a value time. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: uh, Ste- oh, I was gonna say instead of chore time. Yeah, mm-hmm. instead yeah. of chore time.
0: Yeah, I I think it's on the list of the top three things that keep a marriage healthy. Exactly. Like if mm-hmm. if your sex life is imbalanced and not healthy your whole marriage is going to be off balance. If you can't Mm -hmm. find a way to be okay with it and be happy with it. Like my perspective is a little bit different. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a hard time. um, I don't have a hard time, you know, devoting that kind of time to my husband. I enjoy it. But there, there are still challenges because even though I don't struggle at the end of the day to be like, okay, yeah, you know, let's do this there's still challenges that come with that because he may be tired that day or he may fall asleep before I do and then, you know, I go to bed sexually frustrated or, you know, we may have to communicate about what one likes and what the other doesn't and, you know, find a balance in our sex life that works for both of us. Mm -hmm. And so even though we have, I have a different point of view than, you know, most women do, I still have challenges in my home that are equivalent to you know the challenges that you face yep Mm -hmm.
3: I think communication is big and key in that as well being able to communicate with your partner to let them know listen Mm -hmm. I don't really care to do it at night by the time I get there I'm tired I'm touched out like everything hit me up in the morning or me and my husband work together so I'm like all about the, the middle of the day It's like, hit me up in the middle of the day or first thing in the morning, like, we'll hide from the kids. It'll be, like, so much fun, (laughs) you know, and stuff like that. But then, like, I have to understand, too, like, there's going to be days when he doesn't feel like that, and nights will be better for him. So then it's up to me to make that work for him as well because he's always making it work for me. Mm -hmm. But you have to be versatile, just like you said. Well, maybe he falls asleep. You know, you have to be willing to work there because he could be dead asleep, and I can crawl into bed, and... Lay real still, and he'll roll over and be like, hey, babe, what's up? And I'm like, you were just snoring. <laughs> oh, you, how saying? did no. you know I'm in here?
1: How did I was trying to be so quiet. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He was just all like coming over coming over here to love on you. I'm like, you were just snoring. I'm like, I got a headache. <laughs> <laughs> got a headache.
0: <sighs> so on that note, let me read the second verse. Yeah. falls right in. So this is 1 Corinthians seven thirty-three through 34. But a married man is concerned with how he can please his wife. A married woman is concerned about how she can please her husband. So we are supposed to influence through action, right? So it falls in with what you were just saying. You know, I might have to take the time to realize that the nighttime might be better for him today, Mm -hmm. or today he might have to realize that the middle of the day is better for me. We are supposed to be concerned with how we can please the other, and that influences action. So when you put in the action to please your spouse, it influences them to put in the action in return to please you. Yep. So it's almost like you have to give it to get it, mm-hmm. but it's, you have to give it to influence getting it. And not just expect
3: something constantly in return. Yes. Just doing it just because you know it would make them happy. Yes. Because you got... Like, if we did it the other way, then it would turn into manipulation. And only say that because it's, like, it's a... Like, a noticeable thing. Like, after you do it, like, I can be like, I want this. He'd be like, well, let's go get it. You know? And I'm just like, yes! We'll do this more often. But you have to, like, watch mm-hmm. that because it can turn into manipulation. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. And yeah, that's is. right. And so, like... When you're both, even even though in the time of you thinking you don't need it and you do it, it's like deep down you really did, and you're glad that you did it afterwards. It's just the action of getting there. And basically, mm-hmm. from my standpoint, it's more of a lazy standpoint. I don't want to sit here and have to do all this, and then you know, 30 minutes later, what whatever. It's like I don't want to do all this. Can we just do it and get it over and like go on about our business? Mm-hmm. But that's my bad. It's not his bad, that, that's me. That's me being lazy in being able to help my husband and all of that. Because he's not lazy for me. Mm-hmm. you know, just He just does it because he enjoys making me feel good. Mm-hmm. And it should be the same. And I am guilty of not giving that back to my husband. Mm-hmm. And it has caused issues in our marriage. And it's something that is brought to the forefront. And he is not scared to tell me. Of course, we open communicate about everything. But it's like it don't feel good when that's brought to you and it's like but I do all these other things for you and it's that one thing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but it means more to him than me washing his clothes mm-hmm. do it doing all the yeah. other things because that's a time for just me and him
0: it's important like it, it is an important thing
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it helps when you tend to specific wants or needs or you know things that you're that your spouse likes it helps grow the intimacy between the two of you but it is easy to get selfish and I'm guilty of that so you know like Joel and I will talk and and we talk pretty openly in regards to our you know our sexual relationship and we I'm super guilty of being selfish you know or even getting lazy too like if 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 he gets lazy I might get lazy too or you know I might get selfish and then but it God always brings it to my attention and then, you know, we'll have a conversation and address it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just like our emotions or, you know, our life in general and our families are on a constant, you know, fluctuation, like every day is different. And you experience something different each day. Mm -hmm. Um, our, our sex life is, is the same way. It's Mm -hmm. constantly fluctuating, but it's supposed to, Mm -hmm. it's supposed to constantly fluctuate so that you can grow and better it and become closer and learn more about each other Intimately. Mm -hmm. It's like, for instance, we're supposed to know God in a very
3: intimate way. Like going over Songs of Solomon, like reading that and how intimate that is. It's basically how God feels about us. But you can't just know the facts about it. You have to get intimate with it. So the same Mm -hmm. thing with your husband. You can know everything that they like and know all the facts about it. But until you have gone into it intimately and shared that with them nothing there Mm -hmm. if if you're not doing it you know what pleases them but then you choose not to show no action with it then you don't intimately get into that portion and being able to um to share that with them it's it's important
2: important. well it's just like any relationship you have to like grow as you the longer you're together i mean you've got to put a little bit more effort into keeping it growing Mm -hmm. because yeah the fires there at first always you know that's not an issue it's whenever that starts waning off and you learn the real person that you married and you know the frustrations that come with that and things like that you've got to put those on the back burner just to keep because otherwise it splits everything and you start getting fight more fights and I mean it like Resent you said it. if it's mm-hmm. off balance in yeah. the bedroom, it's going to be off balance everywhere.
0: And that's like a true statement right there. Mm-hmm. It throws the whole thing off. It does. Well, and the frustration aspect of it is super real. So, you know, from my point of view, being, you know, a wife that is more inclined to, you know, spend time that way with her husband, if he is not in the mood and I have to go to bed without it, I get frustrated. And it might go on for a couple days and I will get downright mad and it'll start coming out in other parts of our relationship. And I might snap at him or I might treat him in a way that I shouldn't. And it's... then it has to be brought to attention. Like, okay, and you have to communicate and say, look, I'm like this because I'm sexually frustrated. (laughs) I need you to, you know, help me take care of my needs and I'll help you take care of yours too. But it's the the frustration aspect of it is real, but it can't be resolved without communication. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot of time you just want to bottle it up and be like, well, if you're going to act like that
3: because you didn't get this, then I'm so sorry. But you can't treat it like that. Because then that fuels other desires in that person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That causes right. the source of pornography, source of masturbation, yep. or source of looking for it outside of whatever, you know. So I mean that you just push them in that
0: direction so easily when it's not given at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you really dive into it, there's a lot in the Bible on you know a healthy sex life in your marriage. And I don't think that God would have gone to that much trouble to put all that in there, if it wasn't so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a lot in there when you dive into it, and it's it's a pretty good instruction manual, just like everything else. Like He gave us, you know, a guidebook essentially mm-hmm. to follow, yeah. and He wouldn't have done that if it wasn't so important. Mm-hmm. I was sitting here thinking as
3: you were talking about that. It's like, oh, I don't want to lose my train of thought. It's probably one of the most, I I don't know if like the right word is selfless act, but in the midst of that, you're not concerned about anybody else except for that other person. Mm -hmm. Like they're concerned about you. You're concerned about them. It's like one of the one times that you're literally like one flesh and you don't care about anything else, but pleasing each other. It's like one of the most selfless acts there is. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just like, as you were talking about that, it was just like, it really is a beautiful thing, but the (laughs) world has made it nasty they have made it has mm-hmm. made it um to or where taboo tab- a taboo subject that yeah. or you don't feel beautiful about yourself to be mm-hmm. able to give this year when your mm-hmm. husband has seen you every which way child labor i mean regardless mm-hmm. like my husband sits in the bathroom with me <laughs> like you can't i mean real like there is family time in the bathroom family it don't matter who's time. on the pot i mean they've seen you every which way and Think you're beautiful if they wanted it elsewhere they would have done gone and gone elsewhere mm-hmm. yep. yeah and it's like if we can't see that and i'm guilty of it like i have a man that loves me and that should be no problem to give mm-hmm. but i battle with it every day and it's mm-hmm. something that i have to ask forgiveness for every day because it's it's selfish on my behalf not to give him what he desires when he gives me everything that i desire mm-hmm. right. even regardless if he does have a bad day and it's not like most of the time, if he's having a bad day, it's because that is the lack of in his life.
4: Mm-hmm. The yeah. lack of
3: that. I have withheld that for him. But once it's given, it's like, "Whoo, that storm's over now. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I tend to get jealous of that part, though, because, <laughs> Jess, I can see it in him whenever he's having a bad day, bad mood, whatever, however long it goes. But as soon as... He gets some, um, then his world is so excited and happy, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, must be nice. I wish it was that easy for me. <laughs> no, I'm over here, like I'm still frustrated. Okay, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm
3: so frustrated. There,
1: it's happy. so easy to to please a man yeah and in, in that way like you see him having a bad day that's all he needs and he's fine he'll pick up and mm-hmm. go, go on go on, yeah. yeah
0: boost those endorphins just start singing and I'm like
3: <laughs> why is it so easy for you a good friend of ours I think we had this talk with Charlena and we was asking her about it and she was like girl you better enjoy that wide it's there she's like because then roles are going to be reversed and Mm -hmm. she was like and then he's not going to and you're going to want to and she's like you better enjoy it while it lasts and then she was like and she's like it has amazing health benefits and I was just (laughs) like I don't want to be healthy (laughs) you know but it's like all those things I mean it's it's true you need it whether you think you do or not you actually Mm -hmm. need it Mm -hmm. yeah and so
0: Well, it's just like anything else. Once you make the dedication to put forth the action and actually get in a routine, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to use that word, actually get in a routine and actually do Mm it. Everything's so much better. Mm -hmm. So much more balanced. You feel better. Everybody's happier. You just have to take that first step and that Mm -hmm. action to actually do it. And it, it works differently for everybody. Like some people are all about spontaneity. That's awesome. Some people like to be on a routine. That's Mm -hmm. awesome, too. It doesn't have to be, you know, any kind of specific way. Everybody's family and home Mm -hmm. is going to operate differently. But when you take that step to make that part of your home healthy, Mm -hmm. it makes everybody so much happier. It does. For the most most part. Yeah, (laughs) it does.
2: I grew up, like, where it was more of, like, a taboo subject. And, like, so I I was older before I really was able to – enjoy it just because I didn't I didn't know how like I mean I knew how and like because nobody talked it time, about it right but we didn't talk about it it yeah. was not a communicated thing so like I was just like okay let's get it done with nah, nah, <laughs> be done hurry up please <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I mean the more you're with somebody and the more you communicate the better it gets for both sides and like we had the same discussion about I don't like to have it in the morning. Do not touch me in the morning. Please stay awake. He was totally fine with switching it to the nighttime. Even though he would rather do it in the morning, he was totally fine. Because he would be able to do it more. He he was was fine with that. He's on board for anything. (laughs) But I just had to communicate that need of, hey, I don't want to do it in the morning. Don't come at me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'll chop you. Yeah. What's (laughs) like... Me and my husband work together, so we're there all the time, and it's like, and our kids are homeschooled, so they're all the time. They're there all the time. Yeah. And it's like, when you do hit that moment of, hey, he looks really good on that horse right now, you know, and it's just like, hey, boo, come here, you know, and it's like, then you don't even have time to, you have to lock yourself in somewhere, like the laundry room, and you got two big windows, and we're like throwing <laughs> things over there, you know, and holding the door shut. It's like, I, those times were more fun, but it's like, you don't actually get, on my behalf, you don't ever get to do it when you feel the need because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the kids are running around, or it's in the middle of the day, somebody's there, or it's like, and then it's like, by the time you get to the point where you can do it, like, okay. that feeling is gone, or it's something's un- aggravated mm-hmm. you, and you, yeah. like, can't get it back.
2: Yeah. It's okay. way more emotional for women than yeah. it is for men. And I've, I mean, I'm guilty of not wanting to do it all the time either like I'm the I was the world's worst at one point like I'm gonna be happy if we never had to do it again but I'm working on it because I know that that's not how God meant it to be Mm -hmm. but it's something where I've had to kind of build myself up to be prepared for it and to actually you know make it happen it's Mm -hmm. something I've had to like lay down myself for to actually make it a priority yeah
0: yeah for for me personally and you're right. For women, it is more emotionally driven. For men, it's more of like a, a feel-good, you know. Like a some, physical, for some men, it's, physical. yeah. yeah. Um, for me personally, it's intimacy and detail driven. So I really have to communicate with Joel about what I want or what I like. Because if I don't receive those specific things, I get nothing out of it, mm-hmm. you know. And that's not – that doesn't help anybody Mm -hmm. or anything. You know, things might be going perfectly good over there for him, and he thinks it's all fine and well. And, you know, we've had sex that day. Well, it's not fine and well in my mind, Mm -hmm. and we're still imbalanced because I haven't communicated, hey, we need to do this, or we need to change this, let's Mm -hmm. try this. And those details are super, super important. So, like, what you're Mm -hmm. talking about where you grew up, and it was a taboo subject, nobody talked about it talk about it. You have to talk about it. You Mm -hmm. know, whether, whether you talk about it to a close friend and, you know, kind of gain your perspective and learn where you want to head in Mm -hmm. regards to your conversation with your husband, or whether you just go straight to him and, you know, talk about it. But that's super, super important. And it increases the intimacy level Mm -hmm. in... Yeah. Well, they don't
2: want to, like, same thing with us. Like, we want to please them, and obviously that may be a little easier for women to do than men because, you know, it's, 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 it's obviously easier for them. But if it's, like, roles are reversed, they don't want to disappoint you.
3: No. Right. Not at all. Mm-mm. It puts them in a bad mood yeah. to disappoint it does, you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, if we were to do anything and it's just, like, one of those, like, I'm not really in the mood – Get what you need to get. Hurry and, up. Yeah, hurry up. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, for a little while, it was like that. Uh-huh. And, like, it puts a sense in them of, well, I might not be good enough for her anymore. Or I'm not doing something right. Like, I'm not pleasing her. Uh-huh. When it really, in reality, that's not it at all. It's just I'm just not into it. Right. You know? And yeah. it's like, but that's a self thing. I have let myself uh-huh. get so deep down in whatever I had to do that day that I couldn't stop enough to value that time with my husband and move everything to the side and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It was just a hurry up and get whatever it is you need and mm-hmm. roll on about your business, and like that's not how it should be. And like, like I said, I'm guilty of that. And for a little while, in doing that, it started hurting his feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like you got to take a step back, and it's like, oh you know like you just really didn't put it in that perspective it was just a checklist okay he's taken care of i can go on about my business be good for a day or two right. and, but initially he never got what he needed yeah he might have got mm-hmm. that but it wasn't what he was
2: desiring really right. yeah yeah and when you have a more selfish standpoint or you're just lazy and done and can't you know that that gets into their head but also if the roles were reversed would they do that to us
3: Mm. It would hurt, our, feel- downright it hurt our feelings. Yes, we would be offended if they laid there like a dead fish and was just like, "Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> you know, like I mean, cause in reality, that's what most women, some women do. I'm guilty yeah. of it. Just okay yeah. hurry up, get what you need, roll out, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, how would we feel if like, it would hurt my feelings? Like I would be like, how dare you? Make you feel very, so very rude. unwanted. Yeah, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm more of the like to me. I like more, like, I want to sit on the couch, like, Netflix and chill, like, put your arm around me, let me hold your hand, or let's, you know, hug, mm-hmm. stuff like that, like, I'm not on, on where he's at, but I've had to, have to make myself get there, where he is not mm-hmm. wanting to sit on the couch, like put his arm around me or hug me yes he will but for the most part he's like would you get off of me Mm -hmm. but that's the part of the intimacy that I crave is just being with him yeah versus the other like I just crave more like let's lay in the bed and like laugh over stupid videos or you know Mm -hmm. I want to cuddle up to your back like those are things that I desire in which he never complains he always lets me do but I am not giving in the other end so it's like Mm -hmm. I give give to you but you never give in to me Mm -hmm. so it's things like
0: that yeah it takes two Mm -hmm. yeah i believe that just like anything else in our walk with god or in life this part of you know marriage is a journey there's always room for growth there's always Mm -hmm. room for improvement it's a journey just like anything else like you're always moving forward you're always working on something even setting goals works for some people you know but, like, me and Joel, we had, a, we had a rough spot in our marriage. And prior to that rough spot, we had reached a place where, you know, we, we weren't making effort, you know, in our sex life like we should have. You know, he might come in late. I might not want nothing to do with him when he comes in because I'm frustrated that he came in late. You know, there was so many contributing factors, mm-hmm. and we did not have a, a healthy sex life. And we went through a rough spot in our marriage. And now we're at a point where those things are healed and being healed. And the, the thing that has changed the most that has created, you know, positive progress, I guess you could say, in that journey where we've now reached a point where it's like, okay, we both enjoy it. We both want it. I have a completely different outlook on it. Like I probably want it more than he does. I do want it more than he does, <laughs> and but it's it's been the communication about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have had to because I was raised in a home too. We didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew what it was. Like my yeah. mom had the talk with me, but right. we didn't talk about it, and so it wasn't something that I really knew how to communicate about. Mm-hmm and now that's that's the one thing that has made all the difference in the world in our sex life has been the communication but it has been a journey Mm and it's been a a rough one but it's it's good it's going good
3: (laughs) just now nobody talks like there's hardly communication in marriages now which is why there's a majority of them separated or divorced Mm -hmm. I mean there's just no communication how are they supposed to know what to fix if you don't tell them Mm -hmm. vice versa You know, like that's just the healthiest part of it is communicate about whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And sex just has to be one of them. You know, if he's not doing something right or I'm not liking what he's doing, I'm going to communicate about it. And I would expect him to communicate back to me. And it's not that you're bad at what you do. It's just, hey, let's venture on over here. Like that just doesn't feel good. this go around. Like it's not that you're doing a bad thing. You're just being what is that? Corrective criticism? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. all it is. But it's to to grow you, not to hurt you. That you're doing bad. Just might not what once did. Just might not be doing it now. Mm-hmm. Like let's yep. roll over to this other and you know whatever. Trying yeah. new wanna things hear that. always
0: helps. Yeah, always. What? Trying new things always helps. Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah, it
0: does. Yeah,
3: I even had I had a moment because I was like. what's acceptable and what's like not acceptable because in my mind i grew up in a divided home where my parents were divorced and i knew what sex was at a very young age just because of the things that were influenced in our lives so like i knew what it was from a worldly point of view but didn't Mm -hmm. know what it was from a godly point of view like i knew you weren't supposed to have sex before marriage which i did but it was like I didn't know the value of it. I just knew mm-hmm. that it was just something you wasn't supposed to do. But being in the state that I was in and doing what I did, I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's like...
0: I lost my train of thought. That's okay. Where was I going? <laughs> you were going about being in a divided home. Yeah. And... Uh, what God views. The godly view of, of sex versus the worldly... <coughs> Here, I've got one for you, and then see if you pick it okay, back up. Okay, so I have noticed that, like, we're gonna go back to communication because it's such a big thing. But when you communicate about sex, it actually helps you communicate better in other areas, mm-hmm. when and even just having sex with your husband, even if you aren't communicating that great yet, just the act of it helps you communicate better in other areas because you learn each other that way. Just the feel of your, you know, you know, the feel. <laughs> it, um, it helps you learn to communicate better in all areas of your mm-hmm. marriage.
2: Well, that's like, you know, in the Bible, God calls us to become one. If we're over there not giving our husbands the full attention that they deserve or not trying to learn how you know learn them and what they like i mean you're you're there for that person you're not there to be yourself over here and him to be his self over here like you're there to become one Mm -hmm. and that's you've got to lay yourself down for that and you've got to put him first
3: I now remember what I was going to say. That's perfect. Okay. Being coming from a divided home and knowing the worldly view versus the godly view of it, I struggled with, when in marriage, what was acceptable. So, like, for instance, <coughs> Keegan struggled more with the porn-related things. And so, like, we all know what that brings, what it does to sex and all of that. And it's like, that was the worldly view that I had on it. Like you had to do those things for him in order for him to be fulfilled, which mm-hmm. was not true at all. But it's like my, my thought process on it, whenever like reading the Bible about it, well, I don't wanna do anything that doesn't glorify God. Well, does oral sex glorify God? Does role playing glorify God? Like those things like I struggled with because I would never, I don't wanna do that if it defiles God being we talked the other day and our mentor had you know kind of told us about some things and it was like it does not defile the marriage bed if it's agreed upon between the husband and wife and if that's a desire and you're doing it to solely just for you too Mm -hmm. so it was just like a sigh of relief of like well I haven't been sinning this whole time you know like it is okay for oral or it is okay to do whatever it is that you're into but as long as it is acceptable with you and him and that's that glorifies God, whatever y'all are doing together, and it's for you two, not for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, like, that was, like, a big thing for me because I was like, well, I don't want to bring the world into it if it's supposed to be such an intimate thing. Like, yeah. have we have we been doing it all wrong this whole time? Mm-hmm. Have right. we been bringing worldly into, like, what was it before? What did like, Adam and Eve do? Like, <laughs> Adam and Eve, like, was it supposed to be something that was just so, like, did we destroy it from there now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just like I wanted to know that intimacy but like it, it's not any different as long as you're pleasing your husband and he's pleasing you and it's between <laughs> you two that marriage bed is not defiled and I was just like well that makes a lot of sense now because I was done worried I was like oh lord I have a lot to repeat for I think Keegan was more worried than <laughs> he was he. I bet so he was, he was like terrified.
0: y'all don't be digging into there no more uh-huh. was like,
3: he was worried no. he,
1: he
0: was, was so worried he was relieved you found <laughs> the answer you did I was too yeah. 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 He was like, you're
3: not getting too pure for none of that. He was like, you just stay out of it. You quit talking to people. You quit reading Bible. He's like, why are not changing none of that? No, I was just like, calm down. It ruled in your favor. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I just wonder, though, because when the world puts it at your fingertips, it's all over the internet, everything that you do, like you YouTube, the kids get on something, and next thing you know, there's things on there, and it's just like, why has it been made so nasty? Like it's mm-hmm. so perverted now and you can't even truly experience it for what it is in oneself because a lot of us have had sex before marriage. I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. But it's like I rent that for my husband versus he rent that for me. Like we were not virgins when we got married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's a, something so pure that we just wasted away. I don't know. mm
1: mm-hmm. And you wish that you could give your whole self to that one person. Instead, your whole self is scattered between whoever you had sex with before.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then your husband gets the leftovers. Yep. And that's a shame.
3: And versus they, you get the leftovers to them. But yep. thank mm-hmm. God we serve a mighty and forgiving God. And we are forgiving. forgiven for that yeah. and renewed mm-hmm. in our, our marriage and whatnot.
0: If only we would that, just I'm listen. <laughs> Well, if only we would just listen. It, everything will be so beautiful. Our human nature, our flesh gets in the way. Uh, sure. Let me read this third verse. It's 1 Corinthians 7 3 and 5. The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife, and likewise the wife to her husband. Do not deprive each other except by mutual consent for a time. So that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So that goes right back to what you were saying about how when we don't tend to the other's needs. Mm -hmm. um, Or you're you're taking a break that's not mutually agreed upon. It drives your spouse to do things that they wouldn't typically do. Mm -hmm. And I think
3: that verse is also geared... For instance like we were talking about not being virgins when being married you can take a time like either like before marriage before you get married like a few days before or a week however whatever god lays on your heart and you can both take your time and repent for the things that you have done and then come together and be married as one flesh and it be basically like virginity again yeah you know, in, in a In a spiritual sense, not necessarily Mm -hmm. a physical sense. But you've both taken the time to repent for the worldly things that you have done. And now you've come together and you've given yourself to each other. And that makes it a more pure Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what that
0: feels like to me. I really like that viewpoint. I actually think that's really beautiful. I'd never thought about it like that. Mm -hmm. It was drawn out to
3: me by someone else. And it was just like we were both promiscuous before. You know, and then it was we took a time before we got married and we solely just did ourselves and we repented and did all that. And then we come together back as one. And I was just like, you know, that makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to do being, if you both were not, or if it was just you, you would need to do the same, but that w- I've never known that or I might've you know, done that before I got married. But now that I know I've repented, obviously, you know, and he knows and I know, and there's no, no secrets. Yeah. You obviously.
2: I feel like that's another issue that we deal with with the church or religion is that it's such a taboo topic, but God put it in the Bible and he wants us to talk about it. We need to talk about it so that way we can raise our kids how to do it the right way instead of growing up like us in the dark and, you know, nobody talking about it. Everybody's like, no, don't do that. So then they end up sneaking around everywhere and doing it instead of like it being out in the open and being like right and wrong, black and white. You yeah,
0: know? learn through experimentation instead of through open communication. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But nobody, it, a lot of people in the church don't even set those guidelines up for their kids. Like it's not a, top, it's not a topic we need to talk about. No,
1: nobody you know? wants to talk about that mm-hmm. topic. Yeah. And then I noticed whenever uh, my husband and I got together, we went to, I want to say it was his grandparents' house, but a bed in separate rooms and I'm like, wait why are there beds in a separate room and then i find out a lot of older generations they're the married couples, slept in opposite rooms they didn't even sleep in the same room i don't understand that concept
3: money and it was different like that they sleep in separate rooms but they say it's because her back hurts like the bed that he likes to sleep in hurts her back so yeah. they do one for, like, snores
1: snores yes yeah, yeah. Snores. yeah. <laughs> Put a CPAP on him. He'll be fine.
0: <laughs> I've got Joel in the ribs all the time. i like, roll yeah. over.
3: Yeah. It's
0: okay. Mm-hmm.
3: So, I guess however you look at it, as far as, far as whatever you're dealing with in, in your sexual relationship, in your marriage, you need to talk about it, figure out what's lacking on both ends, and don't take it offensively truly hear out what your spouse is saying Mm -hmm. it's the only way you're going to know it's the only way you're going to learn and like Mm -hmm. that's your spouse you've been married even if you're newly married and having these issues like start now with communication if you can communicate about one thing you can communicate communicate about all things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it should not be something that's hidden like for gosh sakes you're married to them you're going to have children with them if you don't already you live with them like they know everything Mm -hmm. you know about Mm -hmm. you it's go ahead and communicate like, if you don't like something, or it's not pleasing you in that way, or this is not fun for me, just talk about it. It's mm-hmm. not that they're bad at it. They, they may just not know. That's, yeah, that's They don't accurate. know. They can't fix something if they don't know. That's a lot of times where it's like, well, in women's heads, you should already know. If you know me, you should know. Well, you mm-hmm. can't hold that against somebody. <coughs> and I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you should know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, like, a lot of times... I mean, for me, myself, for example, like I grew up not talking about it, and so it took me a while to figure out. So they, my husband would ask, you know, what do you want? I don't even know. No, <laughs> I don't even know how to. I don't know. <laughs> and so at first, it was like a, you know, I didn't even know how to tell him how to, yeah, please me, yeah, at all. I had no idea. It was something we figured out eventually, but we had to communicate about it. But, I mean, not talking about it is not going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's true.
3: I, on the other hand, did not have, like, Keegan is always pleased. Never had an issue. Never had to tell him, you know, no, like, it just, whatever. It was there. But I'm on the other end of having to tell him, like, I don't want to do that because, like, I don't know, like i don't like being slapped okay (laughs) (laughs) you know and it's just to be funny like you know slap you on the rear end or whatever Uh but stuff like that makes me feel nasty Uh and it's like i don't like that like don't do it and of course you know he literally just did it out of being funny but at that point in time like like it made me feel very like total turn off (laughs) like i don't like that aspect (laughs) So it's like things even though it was supposed to be funny like I don't like that like don't I don't want to be done like mm-hmm. that like whatever you're seeing like I don't want to be treated like that mm-hmm. So it's I don't know it's like different things mm-hmm. He yeah, had to try it, though. Yeah.
0: just <laughs> had to try, try the different
3: stuff. And he's, he's more of the, like, I want hands-on. You know, he's like, say, you know, he'll say something and do that. It's like, you want to be funny in the middle of it and haul you know, like, <laughs> off? he's like, what'd you do that for? You told me. You told me. He's like, I was just kidding. You know, so it's like, it's, you have to have fun with it. You can't just be mm-hmm. all uptight, like, yep. enjoy the sense of humor and the learning together. Like... Instead of just being so uptight about it and not like enjoy your spouse, like laugh, cut up, and and learn. Mm -hmm. Like, because that that little flame that used to be there way before can be brought back, but you have to be open
2: to bring it back. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like even if it, even if you just have to go have one or two drinks before, like make it a plan, get in there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: If you can work through that together and and grow in that together, Mm -hmm. you can work through and grow. In anywhere. anything together, mm-hmm. yep,
3: yeah. 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 And like, there's been a few times like he'll want that, and like I'll have to like go in the bathroom for a second, and, like be like, okay, and get my mind right. Like, mm-hmm. Lord, you know I'm not in the mood for this. I am not in the mood for this. I need you to help me to set my side, my myself to the side. And it's like I have to give myself a pep talk yep. a few times, you know. And it's like when you go in there, it makes it so much better. <coughs> God kind of engages you into it, and it's just like I'm trying to fulfill this need. Forgive me for not, you know, giving him whatever he needs Mm -hmm. up front. But, like, gets me to where I need to be in order to be able to help him fully get what he desires out Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. Instead of the whole hurry up and get whatever it is and roll on. Like, it gives him the sense of what he needs. And then he won't won't have to mess with it for another few days. Or maybe that desire will be brought back to me the next day. And Mm -hmm. being Mm -hmm. my husband, being as good as he is doesn't give me a fit about it, doesn't complain, just goes in and just does whatever I need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like I need to give that back to him tenfold because he's so good about mm-hmm. not
2: being that way yeah. to me.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yep.
2: And, but your partner would much rather you take that couple minutes in the bathroom to, like, prepare yourself than to be like, all right, hurry up, and get in. <laughs> I'm not done yet.
3: Yeah, because majority of the time it's just like, well, I don't want to do that if you don't want to do it, you uh-huh. know? And then it's just like, then you're just in a mess, and you're like, fine, let's just go ahead and do it. And then, like, it's totally run from there. There's been yes. so many nights of he's come at me, and I've, like, made a total butt out of myself. And then I come back because I start feeling bad and be like, oh. And then I have to go over there and be like, Yee! You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not in the mood now. And I'm just and like, yes, you are. are. <laughs> you know, and then he's just like, why do you have to like, why can't you just give in to me? Uh-huh. And there's been some times because it wasn't my idea. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be messed with unless it's my idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so much easier for me yeah. to do it. And he's like, well, it takes years for you to do it. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. You know, it's sacred. like get it every now and then it's like you know yeah keep it (laughs) it's like an espresso calm down you know but it's really it's not it's just a selfish deal Uh and I don't value that time and I don't make time for it Mm -hmm. that's basically what it boils down to for me yeah
1: Yeah. because we tend to think well I'm tired I've done this today I've dealt with the kids I've gone to work all more I got them ready for school I made them breakfast now I made them Mm -hmm. lunch and homework and the list can go on and on and we tend to we can get caught up in that instead of well what did he do today just because Mm -hmm. he didn't do that doesn't mean that he was necessarily sleeping on the couch so Mm -hmm. like yeah
2: and we're so bad about you know just immediately putting the kids above our husbands mm -hmm. and their needs which is not how it's supposed to be
1: I've done it intentionally been like oh I, I gotta go get the kids a bath Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're 18 and then and then i'm like i've got to pray with them and go to bed and he was like i'll see you in the morning (laughs) Uh because he already knows yep that prayer is gonna
3: last a long time (laughs) Uh i'll extra scrub the dishes Uh uh-huh yeah Babe, there was just a lot of them. There was, like, three cups in the sink. (laughs) They were really dirty. He'll be like, I already did them. (laughs) It's like the the longer you procrastinate, like, they wait. Like, he's got, like, the patience of Job, and he'll be sitting there waiting for me. When I walk in, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I think the gates are open. i got to close the gates.
1: I'll take an extra long shower, and then I'll turn it off, and I'll listen for our fan, because if our fan's on, that means he's asleep. (laughs) And if he's not, I'm like... Okay, oh, Lord, I need to... help here. You're so in we, my we, hair.
2: we put so much effort into missing it <laughs> exactly. whenever it would just be way more simple if we just did it. If y'all put that done. much
0: effort into it, <laughs> it's a struggle, Sarah. Okay. It's a struggle. We need some of what you got, okay? You know what our biggest struggle's been here lately? <laughs> Living in the fifth wheel right now? You know, if Macy's awake, like, there is none of it because she's like, why are y'all rocking the trailer? <laughs> You're going to knock it over. It's going to fall over. We're like, we're just wrestling. It's fine. We're just wrestling. The door does not lock. Yeah. Yep. She doesn't, doesn't lock. <laughs> nice. Nice.
3: There's no locks on our doors. No. Yeah. There's not. So no. it's like, you're going to lay in front of the door. Your head's going to be like, the door's locked. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do? What do you do? Mm-hmm. When that time comes, it's just, you just, Yeah. you You have to get creative and that just comes with enjoying that time with your husband laugh cut up just it is you make it fun yep instead of looking for all the excuses and dragging it out Mm -hmm. to when it's really just pointless you put more stress on yourself doing that than to go in and be like you know what let's do this
1: Mm. yep you intend to get to bed a lot earlier too. because yes. you're not like dragging yeah. your whole
3: evening. just want to sleep. What could have been over like, <laughs> I know. like four hours ago and now you're sitting there at one o'clock in the morning like, I know, like, why did oh, I do this to myself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knowing good and well, what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you just really do it to yourself and God's just sitting there like, Oh my gosh. Shaking his head at <laughs> mm-hmm. you.
1: Maybe
0: rolling his eyes a little yeah. bit. Yep.
1: Oh yeah. <sighs> Always shaking his head.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, on that note, should we close in a word of prayer? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lord, we thank you so much for this conversation that we were able to have tonight, that we're able to come together and talk so openly and hopefully bring a word to other wives and other households that need to hear of our experiences and our journeys. Hopefully... The word that we've shared tonight will reach other homes and other wives and help them through their journeys as well. And we we pray over each and every one of us in our homes and our husbands and our families and that you would help us to be able to communicate and to reciprocate with our spouses and tend to each other's needs and for our listeners as well that they would be able to do the same thing in their homes lord and that you would help us all to be able to grow in our marriages in our relationships with our husbands not just uh, emotionally but sexually as well so that we can increase the intimacy in our homes and grow into happier and healthier marriages in jesus name amen amen, amen.